0: You're listening to Healthy Mind Matters, brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare on KSL News Radio.
1: Thank you for joining us for Healthy Mind Matters. I'm Maria Shalaios. Today we are talking about the emotional well-being of tweens, having conversations with them, and a new program that's been developed by Intermountain Healthcare to help give parents the tools they need. With me, Tamara Tala. he is the Pediatrics Behavioral Health Community Services Director for Intermountain Primary Children's Hospital and Jessica Strong, who is the Community Health Manager for Primary Children's Hospital. Tamara, talk for a minute about including your tweens in solutions in coming up with solutions to challenges that we're facing in the pandemic. Why is that important and why does it work well?
0: Part of it is because they're owning some of the solution rather than just simply presenting problems and having parents try to solve those for them or sort of an asking for permission, um, you know, to, to, to take a step back and to say, well, let's let's see if we have some options. And there have been there have been many processes that ended up landing that this, you know, we didn't determine that that was safe enough, for example. And so we it's really allowed us as a family to really, really um, problem solve together. And it's also opened up creativity. So it's the, it's a combination of trying to find solutions to challenging problems, which is a great skill to learn as a twain. And secondly, it's as a parent being open to possibilities um, that could meet both Uh, both the needs of safety and the social needs of a tween.
1: Jessica, did you have something you would like to add?
2: Yeah. I wanted to talk just for a minute about online activity because we know that technology, um, you know, we've all been using it way more during this pandemic um, to, you know, make connections and to meet and um, you know, tweens are doing the same thing. And I think that's a really great um, opportunity for the tweens to connect through different digital platforms. um, And, it's also important to recognize that there are parents that have concerns about that, understandably. And so within the program, we actually do have a little section that talks about online activity and how to assess for that and to ensure that you know that parents are monitoring their tweens online, um, that they're aware of the things that are happening. And then again, use that as an opportunity to have a conversation with tweens about what they're seeing, the kinds of conversations and threads they're reading, what they're seeing online, Um, And and to have that conversation about healthy relationships and problem solving and all those kinds of things, it's a great opportunity.
1: The monitoring online seems to become more and more difficult. I mean, even though you think you know what's going on, the technology keeps evolving so quickly. It's really tough for parents to keep up. Give us some advice. What are some things we should be watching for? How can we best keep up with what our kids are really seeing?
2: That's a great question, and I certainly don't have all the answers, um, but I definitely encourage, you know, sending expectations from the start with your kids um, and, and be sure that you know what platforms they're on, know their usernames and passwords. Um, you know, there, there might be some parents who consider that, you know, overreaching or invasion of privacy, um, but having that conversation that it really is about safety um, and that technology is, you know, a privilege. Um, you know, many of us didn't grow up with that in our lives. And so as parents, we're trying to navigate, you know, how do we, um, you know, help our kids grow up in a digitally enabled world? Um, and so I think, you know, again, trying to be very open and transparent with your tweens is really important and engaging them in, in those boundaries, in those solutions is really helpful so that, um, you know, you, you feel like you're on the same team, right? So you have the same goal with your kids and it's not parents versus tweens, but that they're very involved in that.
0: I would also add, too, that you know, um, make sure as parents we're engaging in those platforms with them as well so that we are part of that part of that ecosystem that they're in. And, and that's a really, really great way for us as as parents to actually learn about the platform.
1: Right. It seems like um, with my young people, I noticed that they. By the time I was on Facebook, they were on Instagram and then they were on Snapchat and I was still trying to figure out Instagram. And now there's TikTok and I have no idea what that's about, but I hear a lot of conversations about that. It is so tough. We were saying, hey, our kids are on technology way too much. Now they're on technology and have to be, you know, on their technology probably 90 percent of the day. I don't know. I'm just guessing, you know, what portion of their day. And so that's really what are the challenges being faced by parents right now? And how do they overcome some of those?
0: So so some of it is just some of the basic challenges of ensuring, um, especially with a lot of the online work that's going on. And to your point, Maria, spending a lot of time, um, certainly out of, in some cases, necessity, particularly in school, they have an opportunity to move their bodies and to make sure that they're physically taking breaks to move um, um, and to also make sure that they're you know, doing their, getting their sleep um, you know, there's a great deal of challenges, you know, that the technology doesn't go in with them into the bedroom so that so, so that it's being used into the night. That can also be a challenge. And so so that they are kind of in their best self, both emotionally and physically, um, could really set the stage for, for more proactive um, and engaging conversations.
1: Yeah. Do you suggest that parents keep the computers out of their bedroom. It's more like in an office or a family room or somewhere like that, rather than having their uh, school space also be their, you know, bedroom space.
2: Yeah, it is really important to have um, their bedroom, you know, be a separate space for sleep, because we know that sleep is so important, especially in those teen years. Um, And so doing what you can to keep that technology out of their bedroom so that it can be a relaxing place where they can get the rest that they need. Um, The other thing I wanted to bring up is the fact that, you know, sometimes we view technology as a bad thing. And we're like, oh, my gosh, my kids are online so much. And that's a bad thing but it's not necessarily. We know that, especially now, schools are engaging in technology and online platforms more than ever for amazing educational opportunities. And so as parents, um, you know, don't, don't just consider that, oh, they had X hours of screen time, that means it's good or bad. You know, really being conscientious of what is the content they're consuming while they're online. Um, that's really what, um, is what, what matters. Right. So if they're engaging online and most of that content is educational, it's uplifting, it's positive, they walk away feeling good about themselves, then, you know, that's good. That's not a bad thing. Um, But, you know, monitoring that to know how what kind of content are they consuming um, and balancing that out. And like Tamar said, I think that balance between physical activity and online is also really important um, to ensure that kids are getting the proper, you know, sleep and nutrition and physical activity that they also need.
1: Right. Tamar, any final (laughs) thoughts on um, helping parents really navigate this challenging time and making sure that their tweens are emotionally healthy?
0: You know, I, I think at the end of the day, it's um, as parents, uh, us consuming and learning um, and adding to our toolbox, uh, uh, such as this program, I think can really, really be helpful. I, you know, as a mental health professional, um, utilize that to myself because there are moments in time where that conversation doesn't go as well as I planned. And so what can I do differently to uh, um, to improve and, t- and to continue to have a proactive um, um, emotionally healthy environment with your child.
1: Okay. Jessica, where do where do you folks find all this great information, this great program that you've set up for tweens?
2: Yeah, it's all available on our website. You can go to talktotweens.com. Um, it is available in both English and Spanish, so all of those resources are available in both languages. Um, again, it's at com.
1: And thanks to both of you for being here today. And you've been Thank listening you. to Healthy Thank Mind you. Matters on KSL News Radio.